So I'm still in kind of the same mindset, honestly, with the podcast. I was planning to wake up this morning and edit or do edits late at night because in between those times is when I want to get my writing done and other things done that is a little more important to me. It just didn't happen. And so we're getting out this shorter episode again. That's completely okay. Fear is so interesting. Fear is like my dad, when I was in like a couple of, you know, cold calling jobs and stuff, he told me a bunch of things about fear, about doing the death, doing the death, doing the death dance. No, doing the thing you fear and the death of fear is certain and how there's a lot of different responses you can have with fear. I think fear of the unknown is probably one of the biggest ones, at least for me when I was in college. And so sometimes I let myself take counsel from my fears. It's sort of like like in a video game or something, and you never do this in a video game, but you talk to some guy in a video game, he's like, yeah, I don't believe you have the skills to do that. And it's like maybe if you clearly don't have the skills to do that. But sometimes it's all a self-fulfilling prophecy. If I wake up this morning and I told myself, I'm not getting up today, I'm not getting up today, I can't get up, blah, blah, blah. Chances are I actually am ready to get up today and I'm not doing it. I'm consciously choosing not to. And that's difficult because when you're going against the truth, that's not a good place to be. And that has just been something I've been noticing in my life just in general, as I've read that in books, like that's like one of the worst things you could possibly do is you know what, what to do and you don't do it, you know, but you know better and you do the other thing. But, you know, it, it's just, it's just like, it's part of life. Fear is part of life. For there to be love, there has to be fear. There has to be fear because love completely overcomes fear because like, you know, there's times like on my mission, which I've almost been home for six years, which is crazy, or be times of doing other stuff. And it's like, I don't want to do that, but I believe in infinite God who's looking out for me. So why in the heck aren't I going to just go for it and trust him? If he's saying, Dallin, you can do this. Look what I've done for you already then why in the world am I not just running up to the plate? And nowadays, I think I am doing a lot better. Just put me in, you know, running up to the plate. Like, okay, we'll figure this out, you know? And I'm so proud of myself for, you know, when I was in DC, in this text chat I'm in for this calling I was helping out with, being a family home evening guy, they were like, okay, like we need somebody to help out with this. And this person can't do it and this person can't do it. And I was in DC and I was feeling a lot of stress. And when I did, I said, I'm in, put me in, just, I'll do it. I'll figure it out. And it was great. And long story short, I mean, I was feeling really stressed on Monday night because I went to the library to work on this. I had this idea for a game, right? I had this idea for a game and I didn't have like anything. (laughs) I just was like, I'm just going to make this amazing game when I get to FHE, family evening. I was just going to work out so great. I'm like so excited. But then I was like, wait a second, I don't have anything. All I have is this feeling. All I have is this idea. And I was stressed out about it because I didn't make much progress on it. And I also had this writing thing I wanted to do too. 
So I fell asleep in the car for about an hour and a half at the library. So I didn't even get to go into the library. But it was a blessing in disguise because when I went into the library, there was the two missionaries there. And they were very, very uh, encouraging. Hello. Good morning. Yeah, so they were encouraging. And not only that, when I saw them, I was filled with fear. And I was like, no. Well, I was like, oh, sort of just like, I felt like less than, I guess. I was like, okay, I'm not going to talk with them. I'm just in my world. I just like, I just need to get out of here. Like, I'm a bum or whatever, you know. But I went to the bathroom and I just kind of was, like I said, hi and talked with them a little bit. And I went to the bathroom and then I walked out and I was like, okay, I'm going to leave. I'm not going to talk to them anymore. It's like, they have their own world. Like, it's so easy to do that. Like, it talks about it in you know, leadership and self-deception. It's so easy to like make people the obstacle and make people like they're in my way or I'm in their way. And then you just change how you act and it's not good. And I did not do that. I sat in the chair and I listened and I said what was on my mind and I ate some of their French fries, which I was not going to do at first, but like, hey, have some French fries because we have tons of French fries. And then one of the elders said something that really blew me away. He said, if you have a clear vision, then everything will work out. And he said it like, it was like there was angels singing, you know? <laughs> it was like, that's all I needed to hear because sometimes I let fear just completely jumble things. Like when I go on a run, I feel like it's like an explosion of understanding and perspective and all these other beautiful things. And it just gets, it's like a jumble but like everything just sort of comes together. But then there's fear, which literally throws everything out of whack and it's not, it's not good at all. So he said, you know, have a really clear vision and things will all work out. And then he told this story about like really wanting something and how he wanted this like $600 mo control. Hello. So it's like he wanted this $600 remote control car and it was just like obviously expensive. He was 15 years old. He didn't have the money, but he believed. He believed and he wasn't going to listen to his fears. Like, I want this really bad. So he thought a lot about it. He did research on it. And then he found out somebody was selling it for $80. And so he couldn't drive, but he had his aunt go and pick it up. And then he's able to get it. A used one for 80 bucks. And he just kind of told me like, hey, if you want, like, I didn't even, they didn't have to explain it to me. It's like, why is he telling me this story? It's just sort of like Jesus telling stories. It's like, because perhaps you haven't taken into account everything that's at your disposal. You know, it's funny because part of me wanted to run away and then spend that hour or so just whatever, doing whatever. But instead, I talked with the missionaries for like an hour, maybe not that long, but it was while they were having their dinner. And like all of a sudden, I had like very little time to get to FHE. But now I was filled with understanding and peace, kind of. And I was like, okay, I'm going to have the best FHE. It's going to be so good. I'm like just so excited. And so that was literally how I left. I was like, okay, I'm excited. And so I grabbed a couple of basketballs from home and 
I had this idea to like make like a game where like people tell each other stories and there's like points and stuff like that. So I had this rough idea. And then I got to, you know, the church building and I had this idea and people were willing to work with me on it. And then in about the first, it took a little bit of time, but then we created this game called Storyball and it was great. And it, it was a lot of fun. I had a good time. And basically like you have two teams and you have a random number generator. You roll the random number generator and the, the number that comes up, you have the random number generated from like five to 31. Whatever that number lands, that each person tells a story. Somebody from each team tells a story. You usually, you like, you'll have the group in a circle. And as each person telling their story, you have them hold one of the basketballs. Most interesting story gets a point. And then after, after each person tells their story, they go take a foul shot. And so after they either make or miss the foul shot, everybody votes on the story. They put their heads down and votes. And so each team has a chance of getting two points each round. And we got to that from where we were at, which was not a very good spot, but it was something, it was something. It was something that we could build from. There was something there. <laughs> I had belief. I had such strong belief because it was like, I had the thought, like, even before I talked to the missionaries, like, well, I don't want to set this up for failure. And I want to be like, wow, I didn't even like try, you know? Plus with like my amazing memory, it's like, no, I don't want to do that to myself. Hello. And so... Yeah, and then I ran to the missionaries and they're just like, dude, just there's there's a there's a there's a way to do this. And I don't know, those missionaries just did such a good job, so encouraging, so there. And it was just really beautiful. And so this is what I'm doing now too. It's like like if there's an adventure you want to start, like, bro, do not let fear get in the picture like like fear is always gonna be the picture but don't let fear like take you down don't let fear talk you out of it you know and i've seen this with getting up in the morning i've seen this with talking to people i've seen this with all these things that you know we have no idea what could potentially happen and that's where a lot of it comes back to belief it's crazy because after the story ball thing like we had a good time like people were telling stories about you know this one girl, this other person, you know, just all these different stories about different things. You know, this one guy talked about being in the Grand Canyon when he was like 13. This other person talked about when she got to have uh, her first date, you know, stuff like that. It was like, it was super interesting just to learn from people. And then we were also like, it's like, there's like competitive aspect to it too. So it was a lot of fun and people had a good time and I had a couple of people after say, that was awesome. That was great. And I was like, wow. Because at first, you know, like an hour ago or two hours ago, I was stressed out of my mind about this. And now it's like the weight is completely gone. And I shared it with everybody else. And we just kind of gave it to God more or less. And it's amazing. It's amazing. It's like this thing that I said was going to happen is literally happening. It was a great FHE. We all learned a lot about each other. And yeah, <laughs> so there you go. It's just like belief. So that's something I've been praying a lot about because that was something I was struggling a lot with. 
at different other parts of my life sometimes is like, I, I want to have faith. I want to believe that things are going to happen. And I was just sometimes struggling with it. But now I'm really just getting a lot better at this being like, oh yeah, I'm going to put myself here and something cool is going to happen. And I'm just like, yeah, it's going to happen. It's sort of the concept of, you know, just the good old Matthew 7, 7 of ask, you shall receive, knock, it shall be open unto you, seek, and you shall find. So a lot of it is that it's like, whatever you look for, you're going to find. And I think that's a good way to end this. I don't want, I don't want to keep this going forever. It's just, that's been on my mind a lot. Just not letting fear delay adventures. And I think the last thing I'll say with this, because I don't want this to turn into a long soapbox. Even if that happens, it's okay. I realized like in Paper Mario or other games I grew up playing as a child and, you know, as a young adult and even as a teen, you know, it's like you don't know what's coming up next and you just go and you figure it out. Like you figure it out like, okay, we got this new ability or we're fighting this boss and the first couple times you're going to get absolutely whacked by the boss and then, but you don't know what's on the other side and that's okay you keep playing the game and it doesn't like the fear of the unknown doesn't scare you and even if it does it's like well I'm gonna keep playing the game anyway and I mean yeah sure there's like nowadays with most video games when they come out you can find out all the secrets and stuff super quickly and everything like that But that's not really the case with life. And when God does illuminate some part of your path, sort of like using Flash in a cave and Pokemon, like, and it gets more illuminated, even still, there's still going to be a lot of mysteries around. Because if God did show you everything, I think we'd be completely overwhelmed. (laughs) We wouldn't be able to comprehend it. And we need to take it one day at a time anyway. It's a lot more fun when you get to find out about the the mystery of something. And so, and also too, like faith is a part of, it's a part of the person. It's a part of you. So you need to let yourself be a little more disciplined when it comes to your faith. Because sometimes, oh, you, you say something, I say something. It's like, okay, well, I want to just, I'm going to watch this first, or I'm going to do this first. And it's like, you know, probably be good to just get going now. Time is ticking. Like, we're not getting any of this time back. You can watch that YouTube video, whatever you want. It's just about being intentional. That's what all of this comes down to. It's about being intentional, giving yourself grace when you fall, and then getting back up. So that's that. That's the thought. I'll be honest, like, I've been wanting to have the way, like, more or less open to me. I've been wanting to have things extremely clear, like, okay, this is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this, and it's going to work out so great. And that just is not how life works. Right now, it's just, for me, it's just one day at a time, just putting this out there. It's like, okay, maybe somebody likes this, and they'll like something else or something. It's like, it's okay. It's all fine. It's like, I'll figure this out. I'm getting stronger every day. Like last year I was stressed out, out of my mind. I was just like, I don't know. Last year I was definitely thinking a lot more about the past than the future and the present. 
and I was stressed out and I was fighting, fighting a lot. I'm still fighting a lot and it's leading to wonderful things. Yeah, it's like I'm making moves right now that last year me was not willing to make and there's a lot of beauty in that. Character development, change, building, giving God more of my life, giving him my fear, giving him my insecurity and stuff. That's what I've been doing a lot more of. And he's been really, really, really blessing me for that. It's been really, really cool. So that's that's what I got. I know that God does look out for us. He's aware of us. He's aware of our adventures, what's in our path, what's on the way. Now we don't need to know everything that's coming up to move forward. We can just take a step forward and trust. And I know that better days are ahead. And yeah, that miracles do happen. And that, yeah, there's just so much to look forward to. So that's what I'll leave you with. Remember to yield to the good and it'll be better tomorrow.